You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. the thunder quack podcast i am as always your host michael cohen and joining me the illustrious joe hogan how are we doing my man oh doctor well we just recorded three hours of force perspective so go <laughs> check out that episode we ranked all of the lightsaber duels we uh we we talked about the latest controversy um and then also like while we were recording they announced they announced a Mando and Grogu movie that we had to then go back and re like we had to record another additional 30 minutes to tag on to the episode. So um, all of that to say, we have no time for shenanigans on this episode. Joe. <laughs> Straight to we biz. have no time. Um, we, we took the first week of, of 2024 off. Um, not really by design, just because I didn't really, I planned December so well that I forgot January existed. Um, <laughs> and so that first week of January was coming up. And I was like, well, we do not have an episode to put out this week. Um, but I, I, so here we are, you're getting forced perspectives and thunder quack, uh, in the same, in the same week. Um, so if you're a Patreon supporter, you've got those in your Patreon, uh, Patreon feed right now. Um, thank you for supporting us. I, if you are a regular listener, then this is, this is Friday. So some of this is a little bit old news, but, um, but, well, I guess this isn't really, I guess the star Wars thing is old news, but force perspectives is also out today. So go listen to that, download that as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, right off the bat, two big things. Uh, we want to welcome, I. Uh, I. Uh, Carl and Jason to the Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Uh, well, we're not really welcoming them too. They've both had podcasts on the network in the past, but they've now brought the Wampus Layer to Thunder Yay. Quack. Yeah, so go subscribe to Wampus Layer um, and uh, give those guys some love for all of the great stuff that they put out. Uh, yet another Star Wars podcast on the network. Can't have too many. Um, but uh, yeah, that's there's that. And then the other thing is that in February, uh, so the next time you're hearing an episode of the Thunder Quack podcast, we will be in our actually we'll be kicking off our uh, our our pledge drive. So we want to get our Patreon pledges up uh, and I, I just so that we can do some some cool stuff this year um, and, you know, just pay bills and all that sort of thing. But I I to do that to incentivize you guys we're going to be putting out bonus episodes for all of the thunder quack shows uh in the month of february so so throughout that month there will be bonus episodes for everything all the active shows so uh thunder quack force perspectives rebel cells wampa's lair saga continues epic marvel podcast will all have um special bonus episodes that will only be available on patreon and then on top of that, we're going to have some goals that if we can hit certain milestones by the end of February, um, that will, that, that will, we'll have some other projects, um, for you guys 
to to be excited about and to work towards. One of those being the the, the one that I'll announce now is I if we if we can hit a certain level, um, details to come on this, but we hit a certain level, then Curtis and I will go and we will finish season two of DuckTales over on Disney Dad's Cartoon Afternoon, which people have been asking us to do since 2018, the last time we put out an episode. So, uh, yeah, I will we'll finish season two, and then, depending on how that goes, we'll either continue with DuckTales or maybe we'll switch over to Gargoyles, because I'd like to do that. But, uh, but yeah, um, if you want to bring back Cartoon Afternoon, this is going to be a way to do it, showing support on Patreon. So, um, yeah, the two ways that you can do that, if you're, if you've never subscribed before, you can head over to patreon.com slash thunderquack and sign up. Um, you get early episodes of thunderquack and force perspectives. Uh, you get exclusive stuff like off the record, um, which is our, our Patreon exclusive podcast. Um, and you get for perfect 10. Oh, I didn't even mention perfect 10 in the bonus episodes. You'll get a bonus episode of perfect 10. Actually, I have a pretty good bonus in mind for perfect 10 i'm not quite ready to mm. reveal it yet because i gotta okay. i gotta think about exactly how i want to do it but there's a specific there's a specific film that everybody's like how come you haven't done this on perfect 10 um that's i yeah it, it's it's very obvious I, I if you think about it for even two seconds um <laughs> that's uh that i don't know maybe we'll put out as a special episode just for patreon supporters ah, there you um, go. to get you guys to sign up but uh I, you can get the Perfect Ten Pop Quiz, which is our companion show to Perfect Ten, where Tim does trivia questions every every episode for uh, for every Perfect Ten that we do. So, um, which if you're on Patreon, by the way, the final two to get caught up are are released today as well. It'll it, this is all going up at the same time. Once I've edited everything, I'm just going to post it all at once. <laughs> um, so look forward to that uh go check that out support us on patreon uh the other way is if you are a patreon supporter already you can go and you can edit the amount that you're pledging and uh and increase that um uh, so i know that there are a lot of people who are still on the one dollar tier which we've removed because we got rid of all the tiers right there's just the one fee it's just one membership so you can either do it five dollars a month or you can do it um for the year which knocks off i think ten percent um if you if you do an annual uh on patreon i just i just wanted to like simplify it everybody gets all the rewards so that all of the stuff that we're making goes out to as many people as possible um and as a result we have a bunch of people who are still at the one dollar level we also have a, several people who are at like 10 or even 20 dollars um when they don't need to be they could be at the five dollar level but they're supporting us at that higher level just to support us which we appreciate but you can you can go in i don't think you can do it on the app but i think you can do it on the website you can go in and you can basically put in a custom amount so even if you're at one dollar, even if you just increase that to two dollars a month, if a bunch of people did that, it would it would be a pretty big jump. So, um, yeah. So everybody, everybody, go and support if you can. If you can't, that's cool. Just you know, tell a friend, share the podcast, um, spread the word, get get us some new listeners, and maybe some of them might sign up for Patreon. You never know. So. Uh, but in any case, everybody who does support us on Patreon, thank you so much. Everybody who supports us by listening and sharing and all of that sort of thing. Thank you. You guys are the best. Uh, we have the best online community that I'm a part of on the internet. I don't know if there's a better one, but not as far as I'm concerned, you guys are the best. So thank you for all of that. 
Um, and that's that's all of our housekeeping out of the way. Okay, are we that's ready? It. All right. Are ready to dive into this? Oh my god, there's a lot to dive into. <clears throat> there's a lot here. There, I didn't think there was this much because I hadn't heard about a lot of these movies. I had we no are, idea. We are going to run down all of the currently announced uh, releases for 2024. Um, we're going to go in chronological order. So, it is currently January 9th, this Friday. Our first, our first thing on the list here. Not a lot to talk about here. The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham. I just think that Jason Statham is great. I will not see this in a movie theater. I will definitely watch this three years from now on Netflix. But um, but it does look fun. It, he just He's a beekeeper, but he's not really a beekeeper. He's like a CIA, FBI, wet works, whatever, black ops, SEAL Team 6, something. I don't know. He's a secret agent. And he's just going to go and he's just going to kill a bunch of people that are bad guys. Um, that's fine by me fine by me i just choose to believe that anything with jason statham is still his character from fast and furious (laughs) just like undercut he just has all of these identities because he it's the meg it's fast yeah the meg yeah doesn't matter doesn't matter he's like oh oh i'm 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 underwater mixie guy it's like no you're not you're still the same guy from that other it doesn't you're a good guy in this one doesn't matter you're a bad guy doesn't matter you are still the same character because Jason Statham, you got you have one speed, and that speed is awesome, and that's it. It's I, it doesn't matter. It makes no difference, is what I'm saying. Just put him in a movie, and I'll watch it at some point. It, you the know? transporter too, right? Isn't the, the exact same thing? <laughs> yeah, he, he was transporting stuff until he until he was transporting so fast that he got really furious, and then he's in the oh, Fast and Furious movies. That happens. Okay. Is he in a Transformers movie yet? I don't know. He should be. We'll find out later in this episode. Uh, <laughs> so that's january bit of a slow month that's fine jumping into february we got argyle on february 2nd this is um i i is it matthew vaughn i think it's matt is that the right director i the director of the kingsman movies um oh, yeah. so this is this is this is a kingsman movie guys mm. like don't let them fool you. They put a different rapper on it. This is just like the Jason Statham thing. Like, come on guys. This is a, this is a Kingsman movie. It's just not starring the Kingsman. And I think that by the end of it, there's apparently a twist. And I think by the end of it, we will discover that it is in the Kingsman universe. I was just going to say, is the twist like, <laughs> like absolutely like what was it? Glass or no. What was the other one? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, the, what, the Shyamalan movies, they all ended yeah. up being part of Unbreakable. Yeah. Can't think of that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, a bunch of other ridiculous actors all hamming it up and, and doing the, the ridiculous action, a CG cat, uh, for most of the movie. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Um, it's a great, it looks like it's going to be a very good date night uh, uh, movie, I think. Mm, okay. um, but February 14th, a movie that's not going to be good for date night, but that is coming out on February 14th anyways, that is coming out against all odds and uh, better judgment, and that is Madam Web. Uh, listen, I love the Venom <laughs> movies. I love both yeah, of them. Yeah, they're great. We got Venom 3 coming later this year. We'll talk about that. But I... I Craven and Madam Web also coming out this year. 
Craven got pushed. It was supposed to come out last year and then it got pushed. <clears throat> um, Craven looks absolutely awful, like, like irredeemable, so bad, Morbius, right? Like, I, but Madam Web, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's going to be awful. It looks like it's probably going to be awful. There's an outside chance that we just don't understand what this movie is in the same way that with the Venom movies, it was like, well, this is dumb. How can you make a Venom movie without Spider-Man? Well, it turns out that if you turn it into a romantic comedy between a man and his alien symbiote, it works beautifully well. And if you get Tom Hardy to improvise getting into a lobster tank at some point, you've got yourself an A-plus movie. Like, so... Is Madam Web also going to like likewise come out of left field and surprise us with something really fun? Um, I I don't think it's going to be a great movie. I don't think it's going to be like a masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination. Could it potentially be fun to watch? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Maybe if nothing else, I'm sure some memes will come out of it. Oh, it's more been already for the right? last three yeah. years we've been hearing. Yeah. All already, uh, the I, I, my mother studied spiders with him in the jungle or whatever. Like the, whatever, the, <laughs> there is already a meme from this movie. Um, yeah, but I, uh, I mean, like the upshot of this one is that it is introducing, um, I believe, two spider women, as well as uh, Aranya, who was another one of like the spiders. So, so this uh, Spider Verse implications here yeah um yeah characters that are going to be introduced on screen um characters that deserve it i absolutely um i that that are awesome comic characters i so yeah i i i'm down for it i'm down for it i and we've seen in the trailers that we will get to see them in costume what that means in the story i have no idea how they're gonna get there over the course of this film but i don't care i'm gonna i'll I will I, be seated at some point. I'm very worried. Not worried, because I I have no dog in this race of this movie yeah. is crap. Um, I just, I kind of feel like this is going to be, we're going to see the suits in the last five minutes of this movie. You know what I mean? Oh, it's That's a like, third act. It's a third act. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. A thousand percent. Whatever. But um, here's where I'll say the first great movie of the year is March 1st. And that's Dune Part Two. I can't. Wait. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I, I only saw the first one recently, and just because it was like I heard it was long, uh, I didn't yeah. want to like I don't want to watch it until I had time to really sit down and pay attention to it. And I also had also heard that like it was slow at parts. Man, everything I heard did not track for me because I that movie went really fast for me. Did it? Like really quick, and I like looked at the clock. I was like, "Wait, what?" It flew. I really, really love that movie. I'm really uh, it's, excited for part it, two. Denis Villeneuve. It's all of his movies for me are like it's it's like yeah, they're slow, they're quiet, they are absolutely boring in all of the right ways. They are <laughs> they are beautiful masterpiece films. He is an incredible filmmaker. Um, and Dune part one was n- no exception to that. I mean, like, I think it's, I think it's one of his best movies. Um, yeah, like such an accomplishment. And I can't wait for part two. I think it's going to be yeah. so good. 
Uh, I'm excited yeah. to see this one in the theater because as I was watching that first one, I was like, oh man, I kind of wish I went to go see it because this would have been amazing. I wish that I had made the time to go see it in IMAX, uh, mm, which I did. Okay. But but yeah, um, yeah, they just opened an IMAX. The theater that's like five minutes away from my house just put an IMAX screen in. Oh, so cool. now like IMAX is right there. That's so awesome. I, yeah, the next big movie, this will be the next big movie in IMAX for me, and I will definitely see it. Um, if there's an opportunity to see part one in IMAX beforehand, I might even do that too. Oh, that'd right. be cool if they did like a double feature kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, a double feature would be a whole day. It would take it would be <laughs> like six hours. But I, so after that, this is, this one's interesting to me. Um, I'm a big fan of the character Rayman and the Rayman video games. So Rayman's big movie. I didn't know that this was coming. Uh, I had no idea they were making Absolutely this. none. Yeah. Um, but could be fun could be good i don't know right. anything about rayman as a character other than he's he's ubisoft's super mario that's it yeah there's not really much else to know he's he's okay. just kind of a platformer character right he, so the story of the games is not i don't know there, there's there's not really a lot to go on there um the I, origin I story of why none of his limbs and his head are yeah. attached yeah but uh but yeah i think he's he's a, he's a he's a great design for a character great world that he lives in with all the other characters. I don't know it super well. I've just played the games sort of casually, I, right? But I feel like the rabbits are just going to be like minions, right? Yeah, like there's absolutely. nothing else for those characters to do in this movie. Absolutely. Would be but, minions. Uh, uh, yeah, but they'll out minion the minions, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and then just, just as we were about to, to record uh, other, another piece of big news dropped, which is that Ghostbusters frozen empire is moving up a week to March 22nd. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so excited for this movie. This is my movie of the year. This yeah, is for like, sure. This, I'm so hyped for this movie. Yeah, this is the this is the most important release for me as well. Um, I can't wait. And yeah, we'll, we will be there. We will be seated. We will have post-shows to talk about it and pre-shows and everything. The, this uh, Listen, March is going to be Ghostbusters month, you guys. Like, just buckle <laughs> up. Prepare yourselves. Um, Perfect 10, Ghostbusters 2. I'll do it, man listen i love right. that movie i Let's love that movie <laughs> i love this plan i <laughs> march 29th kung fu panda 4 um obviously ghostbusters getting out of the way i listen i i where 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 do you let a kung fu panda sit wherever he wants this movie's gonna make a bajillion <laughs> no dollars no and sony is smart to move ghostbusters up a week and get it out of the way of this thing because this is listen this is the thing we've talked about this a million times throughout the history of Thunderquack. um family films dominated the box office for a very mm. simple reason kids want to go see it they drag their parents and it's that's two tickets that's two tickets right like for dune i only got by my own ticket i just gotta go i can go by myself (laughs) one adult human right but in order to to go see kung fu panda for my kids require that i go with them Mm -hmm. so i yeah and maybe your wife and maybe my wife so um i don't know i love kung fu panda like the first, like the first movie. And then it's kind of diminishing returns for me. It's a bit of a Shrek situation. It's like every time he comes back, he kind of wears out his welcome a little bit more. <laughs> um, but at the same time, um, I don't know, I love Jack Black. 
Tenacious D is recording a song for this. So oh, okay. I don't think that they were going to release it as Tenacious D. I think they're releasing it as Jack Black and Kyle Gass. But because okay. um, maybe you don't want to sort of like gateway the seven-year-olds into sure. Tenacious D. Um, <laughs> but I, I, but yeah, they're recording us an original song for this movie, and that's exciting. That's um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll go see it. I uh, here's my next big movie of the year: Godzilla, Cross Kong, The New Empire. I uh, is, yeah, man. is that how you say it? Godzilla, Cross Kong. I like mean, it's an X, to... so I don't know. Is Godzilla X Kong, Godzilla and Kong? I don't know. Well, that's I'm genuinely asking. I don't know. I don't know either. I have no idea. Okay. From here on out, I'm going to start referring to this movie as GXK. <laughs> like just 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 to piss people off and just okay. for brevity's sake but <clears throat> yeah um i mean like if you listen to the most recent i think it was the most recent episode of uh off the record uh, which is our patreon exclusive podcast where i just talked to myself for an hour i talked all about godzilla and i talked about what an incredible year it it has been and will continue to be for godzilla like it's a it, the the 365 days um, from Godzilla Day of 2023 all the way around the calendar. It's ridiculous. Monarch is just like, it just gets better and better every week, which is the the Godzilla TV series on um, on Apple TV plus whatever subscription thing. Um, it's so, so good. It's so, so good. And I realized why in this last week when it was, when I'm watching the opening credits and it's like written by Matt Fraction. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. If Matt Fraction wrote it, it's awesome. Um, he, he, he very seldom misses. So I, yeah. And it just keeps getting better and better. And I think it's probably building towards some stuff for GXK. Um, and building on all of the previous movies. I mean, like, I love this continuity. I love I love how much fun they have with it. But I also love that it's got, like, some serious sci-fi chops to it. As well as, like, like real heart to some of the characters that have been featured throughout. So, um, yeah. I mean, like, if you're not caught up, Godzilla 2014 and then Kong Skull Island... I suggest watching them in release order. Some people would say you could do it chronological and you could watch um, Skull Island first, which is technically it's in the seventies and it predates Godzilla, but um, no, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, so Kong Skull Island and then King of the Monsters and then uh, Godzilla versus Kong um, to get caught up and then, and then watch Monarch. Um, although to watch Monarch, you really don't, you really only need to have seen, 2014 and skull island um thus far i don't know that might change but but at the moment because it takes place in between the the two godzilla movies between godzilla 2014 and king of the monsters but um uh it's got a lot of kong skull island stuff sort of peppered throughout it because it also takes place in multiple timelines um present day not present day because it's 2015 as well as like the it it actually goes the furthest back it it goes back to like before skull island to like the formation of monarch um and yeah it's it's the show so good it's so good i don't want to say anything else about it because i don't want to spoil anything (laughs) but um it's we're getting close to the end of the season so it's like ramping up and getting just awesome 
And uh, and this new one looks great. It's got a little mini Kong in it. It's got a bigger Godzilla in it. That's like he's like on all fours and shoots ice breath or something. I don't know. And the, like the toys show Rodan and Rodan's got like some sort of like like battle tech thing that he puts on. And it's just like this movie's going to be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Titan fights and all of that sort of thing. So um, the next week we get part two of Rebel Moon, uh, the Scar Giver released on Netflix. Uh, I don't know that I'll bother. I haven't said a lot about Rebel Moon because I just don't want to be negative. Like, I don't want to, like, add to the echo chamber of, of negativity around this movie. It was, it was just a miss for me. It just, like, you said you were 40 minutes into it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty early into it. I I didn't hate it, but I also wasn't super, Yeah, I guess, not engaged. <laughs> I guess I wasn't super invested in it. I'm going to finish it because, like, it's not like I yeah, actively it. disliked it. Yeah. But, like, There's no know, reason was... not to. Yeah, but but I will say this: I got to the end of the movie, and I could not give two wits about any of the characters. Okay, about any of the stuff that happens, like who made it out, who didn't, who like what alliances and yada. It's I was just like, I will say this: Rebel Moon takes all of the wrong lessons from Star Wars and blows them up to like. A macro scale am i um, remembering this incorrectly wasn't it originally pitched as a star wars yeah, movie yeah okay it was um yeah it's it is he is way too focused on his world building um and and not enough on an actual story it i wonder just, how much of that is because originally the world was already kind of fleshed out for him because it was star Wars. And yeah. now as a result, he has to do all of this, you know, picking up he, slack to do that. Yeah. I I think, I think rebel moon is something that we need to like take an episode and maybe discuss at some point. Okay. Because like once you finished it, like maybe, maybe next yeah, month we'll sure. do that, but, or maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll do it in April in the lead up to, to this coming up. <laughs> April but, 1st. Um, I think like, like I said, he took all the wrong lessons from star Wars and listen, the Wachowskis did the same thing. They did the same thing with Jupiter ascending, right? It's not that Jupiter ascending is that bad of a movie. It just focuses in the wrong area. Absolutely. Like, and that, cause that was them trying to do star Wars as well. Right. Hmm. Um, and the funny thing about the Wachowskis is that like, they'd already actually done their own star wars and they did it properly right the matrix does spend a lot of time in world building but it spends the appropriate amount of time in world building right it spends way more time getting you to fall in love with its characters so that you can then go on the ride right um and then in the subsequent movies i feel like it go it focuses in again on world building too much and that's where it lost a lot of people um but if you focus back in on the characters yourself if you do that extra bit of work it's worth it uh, the matrix films are better than they get credit for um, i enjoy yeah i like those movies. i even like the new one. Oh, i the new one's one of my favorite movies the yeah, last five new years i uh, is so so good but um but jupiter ascending it, it 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 made the same mistakes that rebel moon did the difference is that jupiter ascending was visually interesting to look at and had some pretty 
likable characters, um, including the bad guys. I, I, whereas I find that Rebel Moon, it's just like, yeah, they're space Nazis. You didn't do anything else with them. You did literally nothing else with them. Nothing like like there's like there's some other like world buildy type stuff, but it's like this is just this is a bad fantasy novel wrapped in a Star Wars lookalike, um, and yeah. So it, I said I didn't want to get negative. Um, I want I wanted to love it. I really did because I have mm. friends who really really liked it. People who I really respect that who's a, who have very high opinions of it. Um, and it just didn't do it for me. It just didn't resonate. I just could not get into any of these characters or their struggle or the galaxy or any of it. I was like, eh, you can all just get blown up for all I care. Um, all right. Well, let me, like you said, let me finish it. And then yeah, I'm finish it. More than happy to discuss it. Um, the following week, we've got the movie Civil War. I don't know if you've seen the triple, tri- the the triple, the trailer for this. <laughs> um, no, I I haven't. Is this like our like the American Civil War? What is? Yeah, this is like okay. this is like. So the premise of the movie is that um, is that America has had another civil war, and uh, there so there's like two sides, uh, and it's like okay, I did hear um, about this. Let me bring up the director. This is the only reason that I give this any credence is because it's directed by Alex Garland and written and directed by Alex Garland. So um, uh, Annihilation, Ex Machina, 28 yeah, Days Later, yeah, sure. right? Like like his pedigree is enough for me to look past the silliness of this concept um, and, and a bit of the execution and say like, okay, maybe there's something here that's worthwhile. And I'm not just seeing, I'm just not seeing it yet. Um, so, so that's why I've kept it on the list because like, I'm interested. I'm interested. He's got my curiosity. Um, f- the following week, uh, now Deadpool moved from this spot. I think. I think Deadpool three was originally supposed to be the beginning of May, and it's moved to oh, July. Okay. But um, but we got the Fall Guy, which is the Ryan Gosling um, and uh, uh oh, who's the other one? That's who's the his his the his romantic counterpart in this, um. Um, um, ah, oh, Mary Poppins. She's married to Mr. Fantastic, Jim Halpert. Oh, uh, Emily Blunt. Uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, she's she's the she's the other the other half of this. This um, she's Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, she was Mary Poppins in the remake. Um, they made they remade Mary Poppins. Yeah, Mary Poppins Returns or something like that. Cara, Where the hell have movie. I been? I had no yeah, idea. This is years ago. This is like pre-pandemic, man. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I had no uh, idea. Anyways, um, this movie looks great. This movie looks fantastic. Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt, they have great chemistry. The trailer is like, I'm sold. I'm 100% sold. He's a stuntman who ends up embroiled in like a real world uh, uh, like mafia something or other going on with the star of the movie and emily blunt is the director of the movie and they had like a thing like they were like they they dated and broke up and so now he's like he's got to go like save the day in order to save her movie in order to win her back sort Mm -hmm. of thing um and it looks fantastic it just looks like a fun like rom-com action movie um so yeah another good date night movie i cool 
couple weeks later, we've got If, Imaginary Friends. Um, this is starring Ryan Reynolds. And uh, the, the Steve Carell is a voice of one of these imaginary friend guys. And there's a whole bunch of other cool people in it. Um, I, it looks great. It looks like a really fun family movie. Um, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for Ryan Reynolds being a sarcastic uh, imaginary friend. Mm. I think that's fun. Uh, now we get into the real meat. We get into the, to the, to the real beefy uh, weekend of May. May 24th, my birthday. Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Oh my god! Unfortunately, th- this is a, this this is a real poop sandwich on this one because we got Furiosa on one end, and then we got the Garfield movie in the middle, <laughs> and then Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, the fact that they're releasing Furiosa and Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes on the same day is just like somebody was just like Mike. We'd like you to have a happy birthday. You got it, buddy. Here you go. I will be at the theater on friday may 24th and they will only the have tickets day. to garfield <laughs> yeah. and i will watch garfield three times no i i am i, I am definitely doing a back-to-back oh cool feature, okay a furiosa and kingdom of the planet of the apes because i refuse to wait i refuse to wait um the the only question for me at this point is which one do i watch first mm. because like do i want to because the planet of the apes is going to be the bigger deal for me. I I'm a massive planet of the apes fan. It's like, it is probably like my least talked about most important fandom. Cause like, there's just not really a lot of opportunity for me to talk about planet of the apes all that often. <laughs> um, but like I have seen, I haven't just seen, I own all of the movies on 4k. I, uh, which is not normal. <laughs> most people will be like, what? Um, I I have watched all of the live action television series as well as the animated series hmm. for Planet of the Apes. Like I've seen all of it. The only thing that I haven't delved into with it, and obviously the newer movies, whatever, that's easy. Everybody likes the newer movies. But um, the only thing that I haven't d- jumped all the way into is the Marvel Comics series from the 70s. Oh, yeah, um, okay. And they're putting it out in an epic collection to coincide with the oh, release really? of Kingdom. And Why? like it's the whole I think it, I'm pretty sure it's the whole series um uh, in, in one epic collection. It maybe I, I don't know, maybe they'll split it into two. I don't know how many issues they did. But I'm getting it. I am getting it. I was just gonna say Crystal. Like, your husband's the, birthday is coming up. Because <laughs> it's like the one gap in my Planet of the Apes knowledge. Um but I don't think it's canon. Okay. Like that's the thing is that like the the TV shows for like the old movies are like in, in line with old movies. It's all canon. Like it's all one story. Like this is like, this is like my original MCU. <laughs> it's like people, people don't understand. Cause I don't, like I said, I don't talk about it very often. I've talked about planet of the apes a little bit as like the newer movies have come out, but, um, but yeah, I mean like it was thunder quack, like old thunder quack. Amanda really didn't care about planet of the apes. So there wasn't really a lot of back and forth to get into there, especially like not the old ones, but like, I, love the old movies so much like planet of the apes the original charlton heston despite you know him being who he is uh let's separate art from artist on this one big time um like that movie is is like beyond a perfect 10 for me like that movie is one of the movies i point to i'm like this is like this is not just a great movie like this is an important piece of like 
cinematic history. Like you don't get to star Wars without planet of the apes. It's, it's, it's only a few years before, but like it's uh, maybe a year before, but it is like, it's foundational, man. Like it's like that in star Trek, the original series, like, like they, I feel like they go hand in hand of like old school sci-fi. Like that's what it was. Right. Um, And they don't make movies like that anymore because people won't go see movies like that. Like very, very few and far between. It's funny. We, 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 we brought up Alex Garland. I feel like he makes movies like the original planet of the apes with the stuff that he does ex machina and annihilation and stuff like that. Um, And Denis Villeneuve with something like arrival, like, like we just don't get sci-fi like that anymore. Um, Yeah. And Dude, yeah, Rival's so I, good too. I, man, the original Planet of the Apes, I just I love it so much. It's one of those perfect tens that's like, I haven't found a person yet that'll match me, that'll like <laughs> that'll like go along for the ride with me and be able to talk about that movie in the way that I want to talk about it. Um, and that's like that's not a slight, and that's not me being like it's like that's it is just I'm just trying to express what my level of engagement with this franchises Mm. i and i and i can't really even explain it all that well i don't know maybe just because i haven't taken the opportunity to do it right like i have with star wars or marvel or superman or whatever right but um yeah there's something about it there's something about the sci-fi elements of it that it just yeah it's such a perfect exploration of humanity through this other lens, through this genre of storytelling. I can't wait for kingdom. So I, what I will probably do is see Furiosa first, because although I expect to enjoy the hell out of Furiosa, I am, I have very high expectations for kingdom of planet of the apes, probably so high that it'll be a disappointment, but oh no. Well, it's the first one in this modern era. That's actually like a, it's actually like proper planet of the apes, right? Like it's not, this isn't like a prequel like they haven't taken over yet this is the first one where it's like no no the apes all speak english and like they have their own civilization all of that stuff it's like i'm just i'm just i want it i want it so bad joe i want it so bad what was the um the first one in this new canon what was the name of it? rise it was rise. the movie that kicked off the rise title craze because okay. it was a huge success, and then everybody titled their movie Rise, Dark Knight Rises, and Rise of Skywalker, Rise of the All Spark, or I don't know what the Transformers one was, but there was a Transformers Rise of something. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and then War for the Planet of the Apes okay. are the are the three. That are out so there's three which are all impeccable films. Exactly. Um, I only I only saw the first one. I don't really remember it. Um, but I'd watch it again. I'd watch those movies. Yeah, they're so good, dude. They're so good. Like and like like because Dawn, um, is when it really like kicks off. I I, and that's I uh, when Matt Reeves took over. Okay. Um. So he did is, he did Dawn and War. Um. Is uh Andy Circus in all of them? yeah andy circus is in all three and i i don't think he's in the new one but oh okay it it remains one of the biggest miscarriages of justice that he has not been nominated for more awards oh god across the the board with everything with him though yeah uh, absolutely but like caesar is his 
greatest role thus far like as good as he's been in anything else uh, like uh, yes he's Gollum yes he's Snoke and he's great as those roles but Caesar is a role where like he does so much with so little over the course of three films and when you get to the end of war it like the journey that you go on with that character you you absolutely forget part way through the second movie that this is a performance capture character you just you it it leaves your mind in a way that it never does with Gollum or Snoke or any of the other performance capture that he's done um it just you completely forget that that character is not physically in that space with those actors Hmm. and we're talking about like he's he's acting against some some real actors in these movies right like it's not we're not messing around Mm. in these films i yeah one it's one of my favorite gary oldman performances in in the second Hmm. movie Um, oh i know woody harrelson is so good as the bad guy in the third um yeah he listen andy circus does such a good job that james franco gives a believable performance as a biology like a like a bioengineering scientist in the first movie like you actually you actually do believe that he's curing alzheimer's uh by and then by accident creates the simian virus and all of that right like you like you believe it because you're not really paying attention to him you're paying attention to to caesar you're paying attention to andy circus Mm. the whole time um and john lithgow's in that first one and he gives an incredible performance and oh he's awesome like so good um so yeah yeah cool ah yeah i I will check those out because it's it's they've always been on my radar yeah um but i just never got around to it and i like that first one i just don't remember it at all yeah, I mean, like it, it takes such a, it takes such a left turn in the second movie. Like, like, like it's a trilogy, but it's really like, it's one movie and then like the and then two more movies that take place much after it. But mm-hmm. um, okay. yeah, and uh, I'm very excited for Furiosa. I love Mad Max. Yeah, I love uh, the the most recent one. Uh, Fury Road is amazing. Yeah, Road. I I actually think. Outside of anything Star Wars, I think Fury Road has my favorite soundtrack from the last like ten years. Mm. I love the music in that movie. I'm so it's hyped. great. Yeah, yeah. Anya Taylor Joy and Chris Hemsworth, like, like, sign me up. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Yep. I uh, okay. I uh, getting into June. We've got Ballerina, which is the first in this new uh, John Wick spinoff series. Um, so this is like, it's in the world of John wick. If you remember in three, there's like, he goes to the, to the, they, they help him or whatever. I think Mm. I, I, it's like, it's these ballerinas and they're, they're also, you know, hitmen, murderers, Mm. assassins, whatever you want to, um, so yeah, this it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I, it's one of those ones. I don't know if I'll be in the theater for it, but, but I'm, I'm curious. Uh, and then we got Bad Boys Four. I am not a fan of the Bad Boys franchise. Uh, it doesn't do it for me. It never has. Uh, I I don't know. I just don't connect to it. Um, but uh, but I know that other people will be excited about it. And then similarly, we've got Pixar's Inside Out Two. I don't know who was asking for this. Um, 
but apparently apparently some folks really wanted to to journey more into um the psychology of a teenage girl sure Um, not that there's anything wrong with that but i just like the 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 whole thing with this one is uh, we've introduced a new character anxiety and i'm just like thanks but i'm good actually like i don't need to live vicariously i already know my anxiety myself. yeah through her anxiety like i got it yeah anxiety it's not fun i anyways i don't know i it, i'm sure that it'll be great but i'm sure that i'll also hate it um <laughs> i tend to not like the sequels uh the pixar sequels but we'll see i uh, despicable me four kicks off july I could have sworn a fourth Despicable Me already came out, but I don't know. Between Minions and Despicables, I don't uh, like listen. It's all jumbled together. They all, yeah, they they are all the same thing as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. I am I am so not in on this this specific franchise, Um, uh, but I recognize that a lot of people really enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I, which one did I watch? I think I did watch the Minions movie and I enjoyed it. Like it was all right. Right. Like it was okay. That was kind of funny, but yeah, I don't know. Doesn't really do it for me. Twisters. I, th- I left this on here. I didn't, I didn't look okay. this up. I'm gonna I look think up. this I is think the we have sequel the same to Twister. Question. Are you serious? They're yeah. making a sick Bill Paxton's dead. Who is it? Just Helen Hunt. Let's see. <clears throat> I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Twisters An update to the 1996 film Twister, which said yeah, Helen Hunt's in it. There's already a... Sto- what the Casper hell? Van Dien's in it? Get out of town. What? Oh, Dusty's dead, though. Um, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Daisy Edgar Jones. What the Listen, I, I, Kiernan Shipka's in it. I love Kiernan Shipka. Glenn Powell from uh, Top Gun Maverick. Who is Kiernan Shipka? I, I, Sabrina, the teenage witch, the new oh, I haven't watched Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, or any, I don't even see Helen Hunt on here. Where's Helen Hunt? I don't know. I saw her. She was on the, the, in this, the thumbnail on the trailer that I saw Twister. Is there a oh, trailer? Oh no, that might not be the, the same thing. Twister 2 may have already been a thing. <sighs> or maybe that's just fake. Maybe that one's fake. That one might be a fake YouTube. Helen Hunt, Casper Van Dien. It's Twister I, this I don't is just see anyone from the original movie on here, and it's upsetting me. I'm not on IMDb, so. I am on, um, yeah, that's where I am right now. Yeah, you're looking yeah. at a real thing. I was looking at a, oh, Katie O'Brien's it. in it? Get out of town, you guys. David Cornsweat's in it. He's going to be Superman, so, like, let's watch that with the hopes that he shows us some Superman stuff in it just a little bit of i just want to see his pedigree it's like when i started watching all the oscar isaac movies in advance of the force awakens just so i knew who he was and then i was like i love this man (laughs) i am in love with this man yeah man i'm down i'm down glenn powell listen i i have ideas about cyclops uh in the mcu that involve a little bit more wild casting um, and going outside of of who you would think of for Cyclops, if we're gonna go straight down the middle, Cyclops, white guy, Scott Summers, there is no one else that I want to play that character than Glenn Powell. His performance in Top Gun Maverick, I was like, that guy is Cyclops. Like that character is Cyclops. Like the say, like just bring that character over into 
into the MCU, give him some glasses. That's Cyclops. Like, let him be that guy. And whoever you cast as Wolverine across from him, I think will be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, he will make he he will put the capital D in Cyclops. Um, <laughs> but I uh, but I I don't necessarily want them to go that route with the MCU. I want them to be a little bit more bold. Um, but uh, I yeah, I want them to. I I really want them to just like the core X Men characters. Like I want them to be like teenagers i want to start there and i want to mix it up sorry i'm still trying to wrap my head around this whole twister sequel thing (laughs) yeah it'll have more than one twister who who asked for this but isn't that isn't more than one twister like the whole climax of twister isn't it that like three massive tornadoes come together and form the biggest tornado ever is that what happened isn't isn't that that the end of twister i don't remember that happening or is it just is it just it was just like big twist i just remember the f5 came in what movie is there is a movie where like a bunch of twisters come together and make a bigger twister sharknado i don't know i don't know what movie has a bunch maybe it's maybe you did see twisters too (laughs) whatever the hell yeah coming (laughs) together into one big twister uh yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, this Google, you didn't help me here. <laughs> Anyways, um, how they made the cow fly in Twister? They it's computers, you guys. It's not that hard. Um, <laughs> and then this this a list is a little bit confusing because it's on July twenty sixth. It has Captain America: Brave New World, but then it's got like a little thing that's like pointing yeah. at twenty twenty five. It got Let's, moved, right? Let me, yeah, let me quickly. And then Deadpool 3 is in its place. I believe that that's accurate. Is that like Deadpool 3 took the spot for Brave New World. But that like Brave New World is being like reworked because there was something. There's a, I think, I don't want to get too into the weeds on this. I think that what happened is that there's like an Israeli superhero in Brave New World. And then the world is what it is right now. And I think that Marvel is like, we should probably steer out of this. And it's like, nope. Um, and I think that they might be like reshooting a bunch of it to get rid of that character. Okay. Um, Cause there might be some real world politics at play that could cause some serious problems. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. It says 2025. On okay. Yeah. So that got pushed like a year. So Deadpool three on July 26th. I look, I, I just want this movie already. We knew that this was going to get pushed because of the strike and everything. But um, I just, like, I, I just, I just want it. I just want it. I just Wolverine and Deadpool traveling across time and space multiverse <clears throat> nonsense. We already know a bunch of other characters yeah, are in it. Like, Let's go. I'm good. Uh, is Borderlands the game as a movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is like like Kate Blanchett and a bunch of other big actors are in this. It's a big deal. Um, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It was supposed to be out last year, I think. Uh, Jack and Black pushed and pushed track. and pushed. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird that we haven't seen anything since the original announcement of this. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen anything, and that was like a year, maybe two years ago. It's been a long time. This this movie has been in production hell. 
Oh, baby Ahsoka's in it. It's Tiny Tina. Oh, nice. Um, so that <laughs> that kicks off August. That's August 9th. August sixteenth. Alien Romulus, a new Alien movie, is coming out this awesome. year. You guys, I'm so excited about this. Honestly. I had no idea. I, yeah, I know that there's the TV series that they're working on, but I didn't know that a new movie was coming. Um, I'm down. I'm down. I I haven't. I still haven't seen Covenant or, um, uh, Prometheus. Is there another one? Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, you haven't seen Prometheus? No. And you no. haven't seen Covenant, obviously, because no. Covenant takes place after it. Yeah. That's very surprising. I know, because I love the Alien franchise as well. And, like, I love it in a way that, like, I have no problem with with the fourth movie. <clears throat> like, Oh, I love the fourth movie. Yeah, it was, it was actually fun. the first one I ever saw. I love that movie. Uh, Ron Perlman is great in it. Uh, uh, judging by this cast, I don't yeah. think it takes place like in the in the same time as prometheus and covenant i don't know when this takes place i don't recognize anyone on this cast yeah um meaning like you don't recognize them at all or no i don't i don't know who any of these actors are so therefore i don't recognize their characters like ever being established Um, yeah Kaylee Spaney is an actor. She's having a moment right now uh, because what's the movie? I think Priscilla, the the Elvis movie. She's 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 Priscilla in that, and so it's like she's on like the awards circuit. She's like a big deal on the awards circuit right now from this movie. Um, Okay. And then, uh, but I know her. She's been on my radar for a while since 2018. Because she was the other lead across from John Boyega in Pacific Rim uh, Uprising. She was the she was the girl who could build okay. her own uh, Jaegers. Um, and she was awesome. She was awesome. And I was like, this this girl is great. She was she was really young at the time. And I was like, this girl is great. Like she should be in a million things. Um, and then she kind of disappeared because that movie bombed hard. But I I yeah, she did something else. I think she did like TV series or something like that in between, and and but now she's having her moment. So her being an alien, uh, that's exciting. I'm down for it. Yeah, neat. Uh, and then August thirtieth, we can all avoid the movie theater and not see Craven the Hunter. I think I think that's the best. <laughs> it's more of a time. Yeah. Um, but this movie is gonna make a crap load of money because Reddit or TikTok or one of these social media platforms will turn it into a meme. Uh, mm-hmm. And it'll be a meme to go see it. They'll. It's like when they were like, "Go see what movie was that?" That like all the like teenage boys would wear. Like they wore suits to go see. It. It's like a movie that. It's like an animated movie. Oh, well, I think it might have been a Despicable Me or something. I, Min- I think it might have been yeah. Minions too, something like that. And like they all would like basically like dress up like they're going to prom to go right. see Minions too. <laughs> Um, which is funny. That's hilarious. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing shade at that. I think that that is fantastic. And anything, anything that gets like teenage boys to do something constructive, like as a community, really I think it's great. I think it's, it's more constructive than the things that they're being told they're supposed sure. to be Sure. I mean, a lot of right? TikTok trends and all that nonsense are, are, oh God, that makes me sound really old, but, um, Yes, it's better I, than I them agree. getting radicalized by alt-right it's nonsense definitely, online, right? It's like, definitely better, but I still yeah. wouldn't call it constructive. 
Unless, uh, you're like, being, being a, part you're of being a, a little bit of a cultural movement, sure. You're like, being a grumpy old man. You're being I a grumpy am. old I man. I know. I know I am. I don't get it, but that doesn't mean you should. Let, let the 14-year-old boys yes. have fun it's, wearing look, suits to Minions too. Right? It's like, funny, and I'm glad they did it. Put it yeah. that way. It, I, I consider that constructive because it's not destructive. <laughs> Right, they're not okay, they're not sure. vandalizing something. They're not they're not using that 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 power and motivation to like to take the legs out from something. They're just going to a movie that they like, sure. right? Like the, a thing that they grew up with, and they're just being silly about like how serious they are about minions too. I think that that's perfectly fine. It's the sort of shenanigans I got up to when I was a teenager. Um, I we just didn't have the internet, so nobody knew about it except for me and my friends, and <laughs> nobody thought we were funny because um, we couldn't find each other. But had had TikTok existed when I was fourteen, I would have been there. I w- I would have been there. Um, September sixth. Here's a here's the the next big surprise. Alien Romulus, big surprise. This one's an even bigger one. Beetlejuice two. Wait, you did not know that this movie was being made? No, or that it was coming out. Yeah. I heard rumors that they wanted to make a new Beetlejuice, but I was oh, like, is that no, really yeah, happening? This, okay. This one I um, was aware of. Yeah. I, I, oh man, I'm bringing this up on IMDb right now and I'm looking and we've got Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Willem Dafoe is listed <laughs> in this, in this film, uh, this film, this Willem film. Willem uh, Monica Bellucci is Beetlejuice's wife. Uh, and then we, we got Catherine O'Hara coming back as Delia Dietz. I'm here for it. Winona Ryder coming back as Lydia. And obviously, obviously we got the the goat. I mean, like, come on, guys. Michael Keaton, just he just keeps coming back and playing characters. And I just I'm excited about it. And the, the movie that he did it in last year was bad, but he was good in that movie. He was phenomenal. I, I yeah. was so happy during his scenes, but despite the rest of that scenes. movie being yeah. actually <laughs> offensive to me. Um, yeah. His, the spaghetti scene, the spaghetti oh, yeah. scene is one awesome. of the best scenes in the DCEU awesome. in the worst movie in the DCEU. It's amazing. He's so good. Um, Justin throws in it, you know, red plum bloom himself. I, uh, I, that's a last Jedi reference for folks who don't, who aren't as star Wars as we are. Um, I'm down. I'm down. Beetlejuice too. Like, listen, I, do we need it? No, I think we said everything we needed to say with the first Beetlejuice. Um, but did I love the first Beetlejuice when I was a kid, even though it was totally inappropriate for me? Absolutely. I did. Did I watch every episode of the cartoon show? Yeah. Cause it was on TV and we didn't have, TiVo or PVRs or Netflix. So you just watched what was on Um, and it was on and it was not offensive to me. So I didn't change the channel and I watched it. Uh, And I had toys and I thought it was great. I loved Beetlejuice. So I'm down. I'm down for more Beetlejuice. Uh, I hope that we get Alec Baldwin and uh, Gina Davis uh, cameos in it. That's, I, that's what I need though. That's what I need. I don't, I don't need to know. I don't want to know if that's going to happen. I want it to be a surprise, mm. but, um, but I, but I do require it myself, uh, as a, as a, as a purist. Um, anyways, there, and there's one actor that should absolutely not be in it because he's, uh, we don't talk about, we don't talk about him anymore because of the things that he did. 
the things that he did. It really makes watching Beetlejuice and Ferris Bueller very difficult. Oh, I was like, who are we? Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, We don't need to get into it. What we do need to get into is September 13th, Transformers 1. I saw this on here and we were like, wait, there's a Transformers movie coming out this year. And then I was reminded that it is an animated feature. Um, Joe, give us the cast list for this movie. All right. So we've got Scarlett Johansson as Alita. Uh, You've got John Hamm as Sentinel Prime. Keegan-Michael Key as Bumblebee. I'm not sure if I'm saying, I know who this person is. I'm not sure if I'm saying his middle name correctly. Brian Tyree Henry. Yep. Who's yep. Uh, the the dad from Spider-Verse, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's also okay. from Atlanta. Oh, cool. Okay. Clover show. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Fishburne as Alpha Trion. Trion? Nice. Alpha Trion. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense and to me. Optimus Prime, Chris Hemsworth. Like, no notes, guys. No notes. That ca- <laughs> All of that casting is fantastic. I, the, the, the one Chris is, is keeping his stank off it. We, we avoided that. We didn't even talk about Garfield. Like Garfield is, (laughs) I, I love Garfield. I've always loved Garfield. Garfield and friends. Come on guys. Like, like we are of that age cartoon, right? Um, and eighties, eighties, uh, no, in early nineties, early nineties. Okay. Yeah, I I love Garfield. Grew up with Garfield. We used to check out Garfield comic strip books, like the comp, like the, the collection mm-hmm. books from the library, and keep them for way too long, and end up paying like thirty dollars in late fees because I didn't take them back because I love them <laughs> so much. Garfield's fantastic. Put them on the inside of your car window, okay? But Chris Pratt just like phoning it the hell in. Like I think maybe literally this time phoning it in. <laughs> like literally just sitting at home, just reading the script out loud. And they went, yep, good enough. Cause what's in the trailer, nothing funny about it. Absolutely zero funny jokes. Um, and not very Garfield and his performance, not very Garfield. Like, I'm sorry, man, Lorenzo music. He, he, he gave us everything we needed to, to know how Garfield was supposed to be performed. To the extent that Bill Murray, when he played Garfield, absolutely referenced that performance in the most like circuitous, beautiful piece of happenstance, <laughs> being that Bill Murray originated the character of Peter Venkman, and then mm-hmm. Lorenzo Music comes along and makes him shine in the real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And is also Garfield. And then Bill Murray plays Garfield in the live action movie. Like, like it just like, it was such a, it was such a perfect closed loop. Yeah. Um, not that those movies were any good. They weren't, no, no, but, weren't. but Bill Murray did his thing and he would, and like, but like Bill Murray paid respect. He paid homage to the original voice of Garfield. Right. Um, I would sooner have Dave Coulier reprise a, a, a Lorenzo music. I don't know that he ever played Garfield. I don't think that he did, but um, I would sooner have him come in and play Garfield, I as because he took over for Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm saying all of this stuff, and I know that like Joe knows, right? Like, yeah, like, I know it's... I don't have to explain any of this to you. You know all of this stuff because you and I, the Ghostbusters, we are. It is in our, it is our is our DNA, in our genetic code. Um, but for those who don't know, because I'm, there's a lot of inside baseball stuff. 
but yeah, I yeah. So Chris Pratt being nowhere near Transformers one, and instead having having Hemsworth, the superior of 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 those two, certainly. I mean, like, listen, Chris Pine is the top, as far as I'm concerned, and then and then Chris Evans is right underneath him. Um, and look, it, it depends on what I'm watching. I might I might flip that, but I just watched Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons last week, and like. Chris Pine's so good in that. And he's so good in the very little bit of spider verse that he's in. He's so good it, that it makes me go like, I want a whole movie with that. Who Peter is he Parker, in? Pi- who is Chris Pine? In Chris Pine is the first Peter Parker. He's the blonde Peter Parker that died. Oh, right. Okay. At the beginning of spider verse. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, did you, I don't know. Cause I don't know that everybody has put this together. Um, so I just want to make this super clear because it was because we've never talked about across the Spider Verse on any of the mm-hmm. podcasts. Um, Andy Samberg being oh, Ben Riley, Scarlet dude. Spider, is a joke on the fact that he does a Nicolas Cage impression. Oh, and, really? And Ben Riley is like an an over dramatic Spider Man character, right? Like, like his whole arc is like so dramatic so melodramatic that they cast Andy Samberg because Andy Samberg famously does a Nick Cage on SNL where like, and there's, there's like a weekend update where like Nick Cage and him are side by side doing each other basically. Right. (laughs) I mean that in every way possible, all the entendre included. Um, Yeah. So because Nick Cage obviously is Spider-Man noir, right? So like they cast Andy Samberg for that reason. Like that it's a joke. Like there's a joke there of like there's already a Nicolas Cage DNA in the Spider-Man voices. So we're Andy Samberg and that's why Andy Samberg's vo- vo- vocal performance, voice performance, whatever you want to say is kind of awful, but it's kind of awful on purpose. Right, because he's supposed to be like super dramatic in the way that. Well, yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's it's being Nick Cage. I mean, like it worked for me. I never questioned it in the movie. I, I was like, that's that's (laughs) that's Scarlet Spider. Joe set just sent me a picture. He's wearing a Scarlet Spider T shirt right now, (laughs) dude. Scarlet Spider is like one of my favorite Spider Man costumes. Period. Of all all Spider Man lore. Uh. So, anyways. Spider-Man with a hoodie, a sleeveless hoodie. It's awesome. And the spider, the spider logo is on an angle. You guys. Yeah. It's sideways because he's really edgy. Um, September 27th, closing out September with Saw 11. I don't care, but I know that other people like Saw movies. (laughs) Left that on there. Cool. Uh, October, we jump in with Joker Folie et Deux, uh, which is the sequel is, uh, uh, listen, I'll watch it. And I'll probably afterwards say that it's a really, really well-made film and that I'll never watch it again. Just like the first one. Um, Cause that first Joker is an incredible movie. What a movie. Holy smokes. I never want to see it ever again. Um, <laughs> it's one of the best movies that I will never watch ever again in my life. Um, <clears throat> and, and this one will be the same deal. Lady Gaga is a version of Harley Quinn. Um, it, it promises to be a very, very good film that will 
probably like make me feel disgusted to my core. Um, <laughs> but that's the point. Like that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's just a lot of those types of movies. It's like, I'll, I will watch them once so that I have seen them and that I could experience them, but it is not the sort of thing that I want to revisit. Um, so I don't know if I'm anticipating it, but I will see it. I yeah. October 25th. Sorry, go ahead. You, no, I was, just like, I was literally going to say, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm falling yeah. for that too. Um, October 25th, Wolfman. I assume that this is a werewolf Wolfman. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I Wolfman 2024, uh, about a man and his family who have been scared to death by a deadly predator. No, it's not a, it's not about werewolves. Do we know no. that for sure? Never mind. Yeah. I just read that description off of IMDb. It does yeah, say werewolf doesn't, horror. That doesn't mean that it couldn't be a deadly predator. Why couldn't yeah. it be? Yeah. Okay. No, and then it is it is tagged as werewolf horror, so I take it back. Oh, okay, there you go. Maybe maybe this is a werewolf movie. If it is a werewolf movie, then I'm interested because I like werewolves, and it's Halloween time. So give me a Halloween time werewolf movie. I uh, cool November, kicking it off. November always a good month for movies, uh, and this one doesn't look to be any exception. We got Venom three, baby. I'm pumped. I don't, I don't care. I love those movies. They're awesome. I dude, like this is why this is why we are f- such good friends. Like we are, <laughs> it's meant to be. Um, cause yeah. Uh, yeah, man, just give me, just give me more of this. Uh, I'm down. Uh, there's nothing on IMDb about this. It is untitled. It comes out this year. Tom Hardy, Juno temple from, uh, Ted Lasso. She will tell edgy for, I don't think he's playing Baron Mordo, but I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not going to rule it out, you guys, because he's got the sling ring and he can go into another universe. He can travel through the multiverse, you guys. Um, wouldn't that be wild if, like, we barely, like, Baron Mordo in, in Doctor Strange 2 didn't fulfill any of the promise of, like, the character from the first <laughs> Doctor Strange movie. And, like, it, it's like, that's so, that is one of the threads out there that's just still, like, dangling in the MCU of like Baron Mordo's out there stealing people's magic and Dr. Strange still doesn't know. It's been like 10 years and he still doesn't know that Baron Mordo, like the, the, the blip happened. He's still out there stealing people's magic. Anyways, uh, it would be wild if the reason why he doesn't know is because he's in the Venom universe. Uh, I'll take it. That'd be neat. Um, and then, and then November 22nd, gladiator two. Now, why? I don't, know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's making Gladiator Two. How, how this is, how this is going about. But it is a. I'm looking at it. It is a direct sequel, because yeah. it it follows Marcus Aurelius. The the, the uh, I'm sorry, not Marcus Aurelius. Uh, Maximus and Lucilla's son, Lucius. It follows the son, the little kid yeah. in the first movie. It follows him. So Pedro Pascal's in it. Denzel Washington's in it. Cool. Pedro Pascal's in it. There you, there you go. Uh, here. Okay, I'm gonna admit something. I've never watched Gladiator all the way through. Oh, really? That's actually decent. I mean, for an because action movie, it's fine. I had an axe to grind with Gladiator. Uh oh. 
because everybody compared Gladiator and Crouching Tiger. Oh, that's because they came out the same year. That's and so stupid. like especially like during award season because they both came out like really close to award season. So it was kind of mm-hmm. like like nominations came out and then everybody was like, oh, this is going to win over. The-. And so Gladiator won Best Picture over Crouching Tiger. And I've never forgiven it for that. Because that is very silly. Crouching Tiger is. Yeah, I think Tiger is awesome. Even though I've never seen Gladiator, but. You should watch Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah, I, should, I probably movie. should. I probably it's should. A, it's but... a fine movie. Um, but but what about that one time the in the chariots and you can see the the air tanks? <laughs> so dumb. People are so dumb. That's not a reason to think that a movie sucks. Uh, yeah. Um, and then on the twenty seventh, we got Wicked Part One. So we're finally getting the the uh, the film adaptation of the of the musical Wicked, which I'm excited for because I I I enjoy a musical and Wicked is apparently really good. I've never seen it because I don't really go to live theater because it's cost prohibitive. Um, but I can go to movies and and that's that's much easier. So I'm down to see this in the theater in the theater, um, and enjoy it and then be like, cool, I like Wicked now. Um, so yeah, and then Crystal really likes the books, so I the, I'm excited for that because it'll be a thing that we can go to together mm. and enjoy, which is not always the case. Um, there's also a movie coming out that day called The Incredibles. There is an Incredibles three on IMDb listed for 2024. Listed for 2024, yeah. And so I'm a little bit like, is this is this those Incredibles? Um, if this is Incredibles three, I'm upset. <laughs> Two Pixar movies because and they're both sequels and they're and like so. I really, really, really dislike Incredibles 2. Um, the first movie is fine. Uh, I don't think the first movie is a very good superhero movie. Um, I I think it's a, I think it's a fine movie, but I don't think that it actually like does superheroes particularly well. Um, but it's from a different time. It's from a time when when superhero movie meant something slightly different. Um, Incredibles 2 is um a piece of sexist trash yeah yeah i don't like it i don't like it it um it 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 does the mr mom thing and it does it way worse mr mom by the way michael keaton movie uh the reason why people were like that guy can't be batman because he was mr mom (laughs) i mr mom fantastic movie that is not even remotely sexist even though it was made in like the late 80s um, and had every right to to go uh, maybe the early eighties, um, mid eighties, mid. Let's go with mid eighties. Uh, yeah, had every right to be to be sexist because of the time period that it was made in, but is actually like a great movie about the fact that like like yeah, when he starts being Mister Mom, he sucks at it. He sucks at being the the primary caregiver for his children because he doesn't know what he's doing because he's been career oriented but like the end of that movie uh, he has his mental breakdown but then he gets his act together and he's a great dad by the end of it and the whole thing in that is that like they flip right like he was the career guy making all the money she was the mom and then they flip and she goes back to work has an incredible career climbs the ladder super successful and he becomes awesome mr mom dad right and so like i look at that i'm like that's like this is how you do it is that like the point of that movie being 
anybody can can fulfill any role you just gotta like do it right like anybody and dads can be primary caregivers um incredibles 2 is like look at this stupid dad look at this (laughs) stupid dad who can't dad anything and it's like well first of all one of his kids is like a teenager so like like that teenager like violet should absolutely just be able to like help and like doesn't really like it's just it's very it's really really poorly written and it's written from a really weird like dated misogynist sort of perspective of like weaponized incompetence where he's like i shouldn't have to be the primary caregiver i'm a man and they're like oh yeah because we're making a point about that and it's like but you never make the you never actually make the point in that movie like if you go through that movie it never actually gets to the point of like him realizing that like if he just cared for five seconds that he'd be a much better dad than he is Mm. it just continues with him being like hapless and it's like the homer simpson dad phil dunphy although like like this is the thing is that phil dunphy subverted that on modern family because phil dunphy was actually an awesome dad right like he was actually like really attentive and caring and love like he was actually a really really good dad he was just an idiot Right. But like this all kind of comes out of the Homer Simpson thing of like Homer Simpson and Al Bundy sort of in the early 90s establishing this thing of like Homer was like dads are stupid and Al Bundy dads suck. Right. And so everybody like that became the archetype for like most of the 90s is that like, oh, men suck at raising kids. And um, I really take issue with that. So (laughs) I can tell. Yeah. Um because i i along with several of my friends are like like i take care of the girls way more than crystal she's especially right now because i'm unemployed right but like her job requires her to be sort of all over the place all the time and and she doesn't really have a set schedule so i'm with the girls a lot more um and i i so i i don't know i just i it just ruffles my feathers it really gets under my skin that the majority of media does that and that this, that Incredibles 2 thought that it was being clever and like, like making some kind of point, but it doesn't stick the landing. Like by the end of it, there's like, well, if we're just all a superhero family together, it's like, no, that's not the point. Let her go be a career woman. Like let her go do that. If that's what works for your family. And like, you shouldn't, there's no like, but I'm a man. That's that it's dumb it's dumb and they they leaned into like the 1960s aspect of the incredibles to like try and tell that story and i just it was just wrong it was just wrong and bad and set some really bad examples for men and yeah i don't think you should do that in kids movies i think that's kind of my point is that like you really shouldn't be doing that in a kids movie i think that we should be showing really great examples of parenting in kids movies um un- unless it's like matilda where it's like the whole point is that they're the bad guys mm. but you can't make the hero of your story a bad dad and then there's no consequences to that because that's kind of what it, by the end of the movie there's like really no consequences to the fact that he sucks at being a dad um it's just everybody just kind of goes well that's men for you and then <laughs> and then they figure out balance by the end of it which means that that the mom a last woman whatever last a girl i don't know if she changes to a last woman whatever um she just has to like be both things which is like not fair right is like you got to be you got to be a superhero and a mom 
it's like you can't go be a career superhero like if you're not if you're if that's what you're doing you're being a bad mom so it was like it sucked for her and it sucks for 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 dads like it was just it was it was not a good portrayal of anything in parenting (laughs) crystal's not a bad mom because she works the job that she works like she's a great mom but like her job keeps her away from us way more than anybody would like and it's just the way that it goes right like yeah it it makes me mad it makes me real mad as a dad that movie just really really rose me the wrong way so i don't know maybe the incredibles 3 will come and it'll fix that but i highly doubt it it'll probably triple down on the weird the weird hey weren't the 1960s sexist let's tell a story about it and yeah because that's the first movie kind of does that too um anyways i don't need another incredibles movie thanks I well, really wish that Lord of the Rings movie. A new, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, whatever. The War of the Rohirrim. I don't know. I don't know what that means. It's it's I'll... a prequel taking place uh, at Helm's Deep, well before the war. Yeah. So those are because the Rohirrim are the horse people, right? They're the. I have no idea. The, the Rohan, <laughs> I don't know the my Lord of the Rings of lore that well. <clears throat> yeah, I've neither do I. Although I love Lord of the Rings, I like I I'm not. My brain is too filled up with Star Wars that like yeah. the Lord of the Rings stuff kind of just slides off of it most of the time. It's like I retain about ten percent of 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 what I'm what I'm fed. Um, yeah, I yeah. I enjoy watching them, but as soon as I'm done watching them, like everything yeah. I saw is out out the other side. Totally same same. That's yeah. I have to like watch them again in order to remember. Like oh yeah, that's right. Um. December 20th, Mufasa, The Lion King. I think this is like a prequel. I guess. I, I think Otherwise, it, I, uh, it's going to be a pretty boring sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just two hours of it's, a lion corpse decomposing in the sun. <laughs> um, oof. It's like those Star Wars biomes things. Right yeah, there. It's right. Like, <laughs> you just put it on your really TV. Really artsy like move, Disney. Yeah. Um, but whatever, who cares about that movie? Because December 20th of this year, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 comes out. I I didn't think that Sonic 3 was this year, but I guess I guess it is. When was Sonic 2? Was Sonic 2 2022? I didn't even watch it. I have no idea. Are you kidding me right now? I like the first one. And it's just like, oh, the Sonic 2 movie. All right, I'll see it eventually. And yeah, it was 2022. Just, I, just, I just never did. <clears throat> So I think later this year we've got the Knuckles TV series coming. Okay. Yeah, this year, I uh, which is I'm Knuckles in two? I think he is right. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, Idris Elba, right? You don't have to. You don't have yeah. to wonder. I'll tell you. I'll okay. Tell you. <laughs> okay. God, I like Knuckles too. So I like. This is I where it's like on watching this movie. I just never got around to it. <laughs> On the one hand, it's like you and I, like we get it, like we're like we're on the same page with so many things. But then every this is what makes podcasting with you interesting, because every once in a while you say stupid stuff like this. curveball, baby. Just like just absolutely asinine things like <laughs> the Last Jedi is your least favorite Star Wars movie, oh, and God, that you didn't it. see Sonic Two. Like, come on, man. I uh, oh, yeah, Sonic so Two, sorry. Sonic Two was fantastic. Okay, uh, cool. super good even better than the first one is um, it streaming on anything right now because i'll paramount if it's plus, streaming and it's easily available i will i will watch it yeah paramount plus paramount plus i don't have that so. well you gotta get you gotta get paramount I plus it's not, got all the ninja turtles i am not paying for paramount plus i'm not doing that 
I will. Listen, I will find another way to watch it. Yeah, all we the Ninja Turtles it. on Paramount Plus. You got all of the Transformers movies. I don't think the cartoons are on Paramount Plus, but I'm pretty sure I have are. everything on Blu-ray Ninja Turtles that I want. And then, and then I uh, like. All the Nickelodeon stuff. You got your Hey Arnold's, your Rugrats, your mm. Ah Real Monsters. Aren't those on, on HBO? Aren't those on Max? No, Am I they're crazy? on Nickelodeon. Oh, uh, maybe you it's Cartoon Network stuff is on. Max. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking Cartoon Network, um, which I can understand how you get Hey Arnold sort of mixed up in there because it's kind of. No, I knew it's Nickelodeon, but for some reason but, I just yeah. I remember seeing like a big Nickelodeon collection somewhere on something. Uh, and then listen, we gotta wrap this up because I gotta get ready to take. The oh, okay. Speaking I, I of me being an so awesome guy, so let's, um, let's do it. Yeah, two left. I so wrapping it up December twenty fifth, Christmas Day. It's a Wednesday this year, um, because it's a leap year, right? So it's like we went from Monday to Wednesday. Crazy, um, because Christmas was on Monday last year. This mm-hmm. one that we just had. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. Christmas? It was like three weeks ago. Um. December 25th of this year, Karate Kid and Nosferatu. Uh, so Karate Kid has both Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio listed. It does. What the it hell does. is this movie? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because they just <laughs> Enter announced the karate it. verse. <laughs> what the hell they is happening? They just announced it, um, but it is happening. And yeah, and, and this is all we know about it so far. Is that it's got it's got the, it's got Smith the Mach and, and the Chan. I I don't know if it's connected to the old movies. I don't know if this is a fresh start. Um, I think it's probably a fresh start. I think that Cobra Kai, which is like imminent, I think the final when season is of Cobra Kai. God, it's got to be in the next couple months. Um, it's this year though. It is this year for sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, but I, I, sorry, season six, season five already happened. Season six, so sometime this year, it's coming back, and it's gonna, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. We gotta, we're gonna go to the world martial arts tournament. No, that's Dragon Ball. I was just gonna um, say, and Goku and Chi Chi meet each other. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, but it, but I mean, like, listen, it doesn't matter. It is the World Martial Arts Tournament. It is Dragon Ball. Uh, Cobra Kai is Dragon Ball. Like, it's like that's it's anime. Cobra Kai is a thousand percent anime. Um, <laughs> it's just live action anime. Uh, and I think it'll wrap everything up. I think it'll be done. And then I think this new Karate Kid thing will be like a little. I think it'll be a reboot. I think it'll be a fresh start. Um and we'll get the, we'll get the Jackie Chan and we'll get the Ralph Macchio at the same time, and it'll be really interesting if they have scenes together because Jackie Chan will be repeating the line of English that somebody just yelled at him from off screen because um, he's he refuses to learn English properly, even though he was a massive star in North America, um, but that's fine. I, I I have opinions about Jackie Chan. I love his movies, and I was a big Jackie Chan fan as a kid, and I hate that it turns out that he's such a terrible person. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. He's um, a jerk. And that's where I'm like, that. Like, like, normally I would have the opinion of like, yeah, okay, like, you know, he's doing his best with English. Um, he has all of the resources in the world to 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 at this point to be able to speak english fluently if he if he chose to 
if he chose to. He chooses not to. He chooses to be, he thinks that he's the biggest movie star in the world, but he hasn't made a box office success since Rush Hour 2. So, <laughs> you know, like, uh, actually, I don't know. Rush Hour 3 might have been a box office success, but it was not a criti- critical success. And it was, I it didn't was see the it. lesser I of saw all. Two. Yeah. I saw one and two. I did not see three. One and two, both great movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shanghai Noon, a great movie. Shanghai Nights, not so much. Um, but yeah, having him across from Ralph Macchio, who, despite uh, having his resurgence, again, similarly refuses to go to an acting coach um, <laughs> so that he can he can deliver a line of dialogue that doesn't sound like he just learned it 15 seconds ago. So... I the two of them across from each other as much as like I love Karate Kid and I love Cobra Kai and I love Jackie Chan and I love all of this stuff I just don't see this working out particularly well um, <laughs> you're not gonna yeah. go on Christmas no I'm not gonna go on Christmas Day uh Crystal is calling me oh okay which uh, I'm just gonna answer this real quick one second okay hi Okay, I'm back. You still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm probably not gonna I'm probably not gonna interrupt my Christmas day uh, with the <laughs> girls to go see this Karate Kid movie, but we'll probably see it over the Christmas break. Um, I'll be there. I'll I'll be there for it opening week. Uh, yeah. What I don't know how you feel about the Karate Kid out. stuff. Oh, I I like Cobra Kai. I I enjoy those movies. I am yeah. not. I'm. I don't even know if I'm going to go to the theater to see it. Although I don't yeah, know because yeah, yeah. I I do like Cobra Kai a lot. Um, that's probably going to come down to if Tina wants to see it. Uh, yeah. Because Christmas Day is actually her birthday. Oh. So yeah. If she so wants up to her, see it, we'll go call. see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No I I. Willem Dafoe is in this movie and he's like a vampire hunter, is, which oh, I, not Nosferatu. Okay. I, yeah, I tweeted, well, he, cause he played Nosferatu already once, right? He played Max Shrek, um, who, who played Nosferatu in the movie Nosferatu, he right? So he Max played Max Shrek? Shrek in Shadow of the Bat, right? Or Shadow oh, of the okay. Um, I, at Shadow of the Bat, I think is a Batman story. Shadow of the Vampire is the movie. Um, yeah, I, I, so I tweeted actually when they announced this movie and that Willem Dafoe was in it with a, an insane, absolutely unhinged pick of him in this movie, um, which is just the vibe. Oh my God, let's go. Like, Willem, you're a beautiful human being. Um, yeah, Who I, is I tweeted. Nosferatu? I don't know, but I tweeted a thing of like this, like, the fact that Willem Dafoe can play both ends of this spectrum 20 <laughs> years apart and we're all just like, yeah, right. Like, it's like, it's just like, he's magic. He's, he's just magical. He's a magical person. Um, yeah. And that tweet blew up to the point that I had to mute it. <laughs> like, cause people oh, wow. just, I, it resonated. I, I hit a chord and people were like retweeting it like crazy. Um, and I had to, I had to turn it off cause it was just blowing up my phone. 
So um, I'm sure it'll be a great movie. It looks it looks like a lot of fun. I don't know. Anytime Willem Dafoe shows up, it's it's at least good. You know oh I mean? damn, uh, Ralph Ineson, uh, Sid from Final Fantasy 16. Oh, nice, and uh, uh, Ballantine from Willow. Oh he's, yeah, it, okay. Yeah. He's Nosferatu. No, no, no. He's, he's Doctor Wilhelm Sievers. Nice. I can't. I can't see. No one is listed as Nosferatu. Okay. On IMDb, I don't know. Well, listen. I mean, I uh, Ralph Ineson and Willem Dafoe is enough to going to be me Chris Pratt. To see it. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Pratt as the voice of Nosferatu. Whoa, you guys! I'm a vampire now. I guess is this really? Is this? Is this right? Is this? Am I reading the right script? Um, yeah. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Oh, oh how the mighty have fallen on that one. But man. It's oversaturation and also the fact that he's kind of not a great human being. Yeah, like he's kind of, he's, he's just really, really good at hiding the fact that he's a bad person. Um, but he's associated in an official capacity with a lot of really terrible humans. He has a lot of charisma. So I think that helps him a lot. Yeah. I, but I, yeah, yeah. It just, it just, it just put the stink on everything. You know what I mean? You just put that Chris Pratt stink on everything. And I just it make me, make me sad. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. The reason, because it's it's so funny that you brought up uh, the Final Fantasy. I mean, it, it was relevant to the, to the list. I actually, maybe like two or three weeks ago, while I was working, like I just wanted to have some like background noise on, and yeah. I almost put on that first Planet of the Apes movie, but it was just like I don't want to watch a James Franco movie. Every time I see his f- stupid face, yeah, I just get mad. I get it. I get it. Some of these guys, like they just like their, their their persona outside of their performances is enough to just yeah. turn you off, you know. But, anyways, uh, well, we gotta wrap it up there because I have to take my girls to dance and I Let's have not do prepared it. them anything to eat for dinner. So, um, we did it. That's that's twenty twenty four in a in 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 a in a blink in a I don't know in cliff notes i don't know it's there's, there's a lot of movies coming out this year dude i uh, i'm excited for a lot of these and less for some of them and not at all for <laughs> garfield day one let's go gorefield uh get out of here gorefield i uh, okay give me give me let's close it out with this everything that we just put there let's take ghostbusters off the list i was just gonna say it's gonna be ghostbusters that's numero uno other than ghostbusters what's your number one might be Furiosa for me. Yeah. Um, quick glance again. Yeah. I mean, for me, it is it is definitely Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Also, Aliens, man. That's such a surprise. I had no idea yeah. they were making this movie, so that's really exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm and and I'm very excited for Venom Three. Yeah, Venom Three will be a good one. Um, we might have to do in November. We might have to do Venom perfect 10 okay yeah cool unironically because i yeah that no, is not, I love that's that not a that's not an ironic perfect 10 for me i actually think <laughs> no, it's a I, really good movie yeah i genuinely enjoy that movie um awesome cool well uh let us know if you want us to do venom perfect 10 at some point this year uh and we will we will maybe do that uh support us on patreon all that stuff we'll be back next month uh for our patreon pledge drive i don't have like a catchy name for it yet i gotta like brand it with something fun hmm. but uh, uh that's sort of like on my list of to do's for this week um but uh but yeah get excited for that get hyped for that all the bonus content that we're gonna do 
um and uh, i let us know actually like give, throw some ideas what do you want joe and i to do for the thunder quack bonus episode um because there's a bunch of stuff that we could do but uh yeah um let us know and uh i come hang out with us on discord uh, if you go to thunderquack.com slash discord it'll take you to the invite and then you can join our server um and social media just go find us on social media you know how to do it just use google they tell you all these things but then like just google it just google it you guys you'll find it there is no other thunderquack podcast it's just us it's not that hard it's, 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 there are other thunderquack accounts on twitter but they're not that aren't us but there's only one thunderquack podcast except no substitutes <laughs> joe mm-hmm. you 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 want to you want to should I just cut the the promo from the Force Perspectives episode and put it on the end of this? Uh, I can give a if you want to do that, you can. Otherwise, I can do a real real quick give us a, version. Give of us it. give us a quick promo where you're gonna be. All right. Uh, so January twenty third to January twenty fifth, <laughs> I and my beautiful fiance Tina Kiri are going to be signing artists at Epcot's uh, Festival of the Arts in Disney World this January. Um. We are hopefully debuting some new prints, depending on how uh, how well production has gone. Mostly Star Wars prints. Uh, I have a Marvel print, and uh, yeah, we're gonna be there in the adventure, uh, American adventure in Epcot. Those three days signing from two p.m. to four p.m. Come say hello. Uh, hopefully, we have some new prints. If not, we have some older prints. Uh, mostly Star Wars prints, and yeah, just if you're not in the market for a print and just don't want to carry around a print around Disney World, just come say hello and uh, mention Thunderquack Podcast uh, just so I know where you where you heard it from. Uh, but we would love to see you and chit-chat. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's where we're going to be, what we're going to be doing. Awesome. Exciting stuff. Very excited for you guys. Everybody go check it out. Buy art from Joe and Tina or I'll be mad at you. I'll be very no, upset no. with you. I'll be very Don't, cross. He won't be mad. He won't be mad. I promise. I'll talk them down. I'm already mad. I'm already mad that you guys <laughs> haven't already bought this stuff. Um, awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, we will catch you on the next episode.